rectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S., and screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. Even if it doesn't run in your family, most often colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested. Because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. Louisiana broadcasters are looking for the best of the best. Announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program, two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1-800-364-7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entries January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, it's real simple. Uh, I want to know, LSU fans, how do you feel about the hire? Brian Kelly set to land at 2.30 over in Baton Rouge. School asking fans if you want to go meet and greet him, or at least greet him. I don't know if you're going to be able to meet him just get over there at the airport. 2.30 to the Baton Rouge Jet Center is where that will take place. Also, we've been... Discussing the Saints, again, wrapping up their week of practice. And the Pelicans winning 123-104. to So all of that is on the table, 800-998-1003 at ESPN Radio NOLA as well. If you'd like to chime in and give us your thoughts as to everything that has been going on. It's been a busy, busy, busy Monday, uh, Tuesday. Feels like a Monday. And, you know, again, one of the things that's interesting when you look at the Brian Kelly hire, 113 wins with Notre Dame, most wins ever as a Notre Dame Head coach, Nuke Rockney, you know, passing him recently in that as well. What do you think as an LSU fan about him? And really the timing that he's leaving the school, though, uh, some people have said that's a little odd because, again, Notre Dame six in the AP in the coaches poll. And the five teams in front of them are playing in conference title games. Two of them are playing each other, Georgia and Alabama. Ben, thank you for calling us here in the Sports Hangover, sir. Leading off hour number three. What do you got for us? Uh, it's an excellent hire, honestly. People talking about, you know, bringing in Dave Aranda, you know, or, or any defensive guy. There was no way LSU was going to do that. We've had decent defensive guys for the past 30 years. There was zero chance they weren't going to go for somebody that didn't have an offensive mind. And if you look at it from Brian Kelly's point of view, he's thinking in his head, to compete with the SEC and get SEC talent, I've got to be in the SEC. So he said it himself, LSU's got a higher ceiling. He hit the nail on the head. 
if he's going to compete with the Nick Davins, you know, and the the upstart Ohio States and the Clemsons of of the of the college world, he's got to have the SEC talent mm-hmm. and be down here playing with the best. So so it's it's an excellent hire. People can whine all they want, you know, and, and nitpick all they want, but it's I I couldn't be happier about it, honestly. How do y'all feel? Yeah, Ben, I I like I said, I think when you look at credentials and what are some of those credentials what I kept asking people that cover the team are just fans. What, what is it you want? And when you look at the last two head coaches that have won national championships, it, it almost, you get a sense of despite themselves sometimes. And, and it's not completely dismissive of what they did, Ben, because at the end of the day, they did win a national championship, right? Uh, it, it's, it's under them. The last three coaches have won national championships at LSU. And, but, you know, managing a program, being able to, I, I guess, Make sure that your team's competitive year in and year out. I mean, 113 wins is 113 wins. I understand that Notre Dame can pick its schedule. They're not in a conference that when they do get in the playoffs in the national title game and they play one of the bigger teams, they, they get beat and it doesn't look good sometimes. But you can almost say that a lot about a lot of different teams that, that play Alabama in, you know, some of the other schools. So, well, I think with what was left out there, and I say what was left, when you promote yourself as going get a big name and big game hunting, sort of like what Woodward did, the head coach at Notre Dame, who's been there for 10 years and has the most wins ever by a Notre Dame head coach, I guess fits the bill, Ben? Yeah, I mean, it does. But the only thing that concerns me is, is, is one is age, you know, 60. 60, yeah. Uh, but I mean... When he played Alabama a few years ago, you know, he got – in the national championship, he got embarrassed. I mean, just straight up embarrassed. Yeah. No, yeah. And he, he, an alarm bell must have went off in his head and said, I've got to do something. I've, I've, got, to, I've got to compete with these guys. And he, he knows he can't. I mean, in Notre Dame, the pool is not much bigger. There's only, what, 10,000 people that go to Notre Dame. It's not that big of a school. And it's, it's – you can, you can help athletes along as much as you can, but it's hard to get into school. At the end of the day, they're like, you know, we don't want people who have the and, and God, God love him, God bless him, Joe McKnight, who had a fifth grade reading level when he got to USC. We don't, they don't want any of that. You know, they want people that can hold their own in the classroom and right. you know uh, on the field. You know, so no, I, I, I like I said, I, it's it's it, you know, you can win at Notre Dame. Can you win differently at other schools? And I think that's what a lot of people sort of. We'll, we'll find out for sure, right? 10 years, 100, uh, 10 years, 95 million. We'll see. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate well, the we're, phone call. We're, we're, the, we're the toughest conference. We've we yeah. got the most, and LSU has a deep, deep talent pool. And people say, oh, it's, LSU's got a lot of decommits. It won't take us long to rebuild, you know? And then there's, a, you know, Walker Howard, all in. Yeah. You know, he, he, was, he loved the hire. Arch Manning, we got a chance to get him, but I, I don't know. You can you can slice it and dice it. Walker Howard may be better than Arch Manning. You know, we never know. You know, because Arch Manning's going to be a statue out there. You know, Walker Howard's got some mobility to him. So mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. You know. Well, look so, to your to your point. Yep. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Walker Howard last night. You know, bringing that up. Said that Brian Kelly's going to bring them championships. Brian, what you got for us today, man? Hey, Gus. So. We all as fans have your guy that you would like to have, and then when they don't hire that guy, obviously there's a little bit of disappointment in that. Sure. But if you just sit back and look at it, this guy was at Central Michigan and had about as much success as you could possibly have at that place. 
Then he was at Cincinnati and had his father as much success as you could possibly have at that place. Same thing with Notre Dame. Had his father as much success as you can possibly have at that place. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't continue that trend here. And I just don't see why you have your immediate negative feedback when the guy hasn't coached one single game here. We don't have, at least have to give him a chance to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, next year, the first game against Florida State is going to be an immediate measuring stick. And you're going to, you know, have your first sample size of a legitimate game. Whereas, you know, Florida State's not the powerhouse that they used to be, but it is going to be a credible opponent. Yeah, look, I, I think, especially what is it, they open up in the dome against Florida State next year. So we'll, we'll see the, the, the players, their reactions seems positive to your, uh, to Brian, um, you know, to, to the point before with the caller before we talked about with Walker Howard, who is a highly recruited quarterback, five star, you know, saying, look, they're going to bring him national championships. And at the end of the day, Brian, they, they gave him 95 million. I think 70, 75 is guaranteed out of those 10 years. I mean, it, it, it it's him. For the next couple of years, come heck or high water. I mean, it's it's yeah, him. I'm I'm not so much worried about the contract because I feel like just where things are progressing through coaching, that's just kind of where it goes. So the money, I'm not really concerned about that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's kind of par for the course for someone at a substantial Power Five school. So that's not what I'm worried about. I just feel like his track record, everywhere he's been, he's had a successful. Yeah, he's team. won. I feel sure. like he's good at game managing and stuff that we've been lacking the last few years. That's something I'm excited about, having someone who can manage the game properly. Um, he beat LSU twice in the uh, bowl game. So LSU has pretty good talent, and he was able to compete with them. I understand the Alabama thing, but the year he got blown out by Alabama, a lot of teams were getting blown out by Alabama. So take that for what it is. Good points. Brian, thank you for the phone call. All right, thanks, Gus. 800-998-1003. Ryan Clark on ESPN a little bit ago had this to say. I think that's what Scott Woodward, the athletic director, wanted, right? He wanted a proven coach. I think he wanted a big name, and he wanted someone that people would trust immediately to be someone that changes the program and gets them going in the right direction. I mean, I think it's crazy when, when you're a team that could fire a coach who won 50 games in six years, who just won a championship in 2019. I don't necessarily know about the fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a tweet that says he looks like he thinks Sprite's uh, spicy. So how, so how is he going to be in Louisiana? But as long as you can recruit there, I know that he understands the X's and O's of football enough to win football games. Yeah. 800-998-1003. We played a little bit earlier what Feinbaum was talking about, too, overall, especially on the decision for Brian Kelly Tooley. Nick Saban was not a great fit. He, he came from the Midwest, and he fit in quite well. He won a national championship in, in three years, in two years, actually, and uh, nearly won another one, and he set that program up for one after he left. Les Miles, a Michigan man, comes in, does the same thing. So then they finally get the perfect fit, uh, the guy from the Bayou, uh, Ed Ogeron, and he won the title, but he didn't last two years uh, to the day that 
that he wanted because he couldn't navigate the waters of big-time college football. Brian Kelly can. He's been at, at Notre Dame, which is one of the toughest jobs, if not the toughest, in the, in the country. He's had ups and downs. He played for the championship in 12. The program spiraled out of control, and then he rebuilt his staff quite uh, expertly and, and is now on the precipice of, of, of at least a shot at the playoffs after being last year. So I, I don't have any doubt he can maneuver the waters of Louisiana, and I think it's a it's, it's a, an extraordinary hire. We'll see how he does, of course, with the rest of, of the SEC West and everything, and I think there's something to that. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you coach what you have. Will he have better players here? Will he have better access to recruiting? Who are going to be your offensive and defensive co- uh, coordinators as well? Cajun Goat, what you got for us, sir? Coming off a beautiful win by my Pelicans last yeah. night. It's mm-hmm. better, to, better to be happy than to be sad. Uh <laughs> I like Gus. I'm going to tell you the difference in what the Pelicans are doing. I know you're talking about LSU, who I can care less about. But mm-hmm. uh, the Pelicans, uh, I think since he's had a, a constant rotation with the same guys, I see more continuity in them. A uh, couple guys I still don't think should see the floor, but, I mean, I, I see a little more continuity, Gus. And I told uh, Graf last week that I thought that a lot of the games that they played this year if they could score the ball, they would have a way better record because I think the defense this year is better than it was years before. Yeah, look, and and that's why I keep saying, you know, for the last several weeks, I'm like, I, I, I got to A, wait until, you know, Zion shows up and, and see how it all sort of goes because like Andrew and I were talking about earlier in the show, Sadoransky and those guys don't need to be playing 30 minutes 20, at all, at all. Gary Temple, they just don't. So, obviously, when you have Zion on the court, he's going to take up the majority of the minutes that maybe you're giving to other places and stuff. So, I I, I don't know. Um, well, we'll see, right? I, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I do I, think, I which is know. why I keep saying, and I'm asking you, KG, like, I'm not ready to say turn the page. I mean, until you get close to 500, you haven't turned the page. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you haven't. Now, right. you're seven and three, you're eight and two and ten. I'll start leaning that way. You're six and seventeen. Like, you, you got a ways to go. But, so, five from 500, I'll start saying they've turned it. But look, three or four sounds nice, doesn't it? Three or four. Yeah, three or four sounds nice. And I'm going to tell you what I thought. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great combination on the floor. And, uh, you wouldn't have thought it in the beginning, but Josh Hart with, uh, with the Herb Jones really makes a different on a difference on that starting unit. So when Zion does come back, who are you sitting? Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I, Herb Jones, I can't take off the court. Are you with me on that? Yeah, I'm with you on that. That guy's just outstanding, man. And you know, Gus, you know he's not even going to probably get considerations for Rookie of the Year. But, I mean, I don't see any other rookie that's, like, doing the things this guy does. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. You know, I, I, and it's because he's on a losing team. But, I mean, a lot of the other rookies are on losing teams, too, you know, that they're talking mm-hmm. about. So, I don't know. I mean, out of all the guys drafted, I mean, this guy's really – and now he's starting to get a little offense, too, Gus. Yeah. Like I said, it's – 
it's interesting um, how this is going to get there. I, 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 Zion better be on the court next week. I'm just going to flat out say that. I mean, like, if he can practice Thursday, he's got a couple practices next week, Monday, Tuesday can get into. I'd love to see him by next Wednesday, Friday. I don't care if it's a minute restriction. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got two weeks here with the first practice. Like, if you know, I know Andrew was kind of having a little fun saying Friday nights against the Bucks, the 17th uh, on ESPN. But, man, if we're waiting to December 17th, then I don't know. I, just, You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get – if we're waiting yeah, for him to get you. in he, basketball he shape. Getting, yeah, he needs to start getting well, game reps. Well, that's what I was going to say. If we're and, waiting and for him to I get would, in basketball would, shape, it's Gus, not going to happen until you play the, basketball. Would you, Gus, would you ease him off the bench? Would you not saying. put him in a starting rotation? However, you I would want rather to put just him ease in. him off the bench because I like the way the starting rotation is playing. Well, my my point is this: I the only way he's going to get into basketball shape is to play basketball. Yep, I agree. So, all right, buddy. Thank you, KJ. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Yeah, for sure. Want to take a quick break? Get to Eric Alexander, national champion with the LSU Tigers. His thoughts: Brian Kelly, the new head coach over in Baton Rouge, next on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Ashley Barrios and Cutoff, State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. See Ashley today for all of your insurance needs. Monday's injury report was positive for the Saints. Taysom Hill, who reportedly took first-team snaps as QB1, was full participant. As was Mark Ingram and Paulson Adebo. Limited was Alvin Kamara. Now Marcus Davenport, Teron Armstead, Tanao Passanow, and Caden Ellis did not practice. The Saints Thursday face a Dallas offense that will challenge the defense per safety Marcus Williams. They like to get the ball out quick, uh, get it to the playmakers, let them run in space. Uh, you know they have a lot of playmakers back there, so we just got to set those guys down this week. And offensively, they got to get going against a very good Dallas offense. Receiver Traquan Smith. Yeah, it is honestly frustrating uh, right now. The past few weeks, uh, we can't seem to get you know in the right groove can't uh be consistent in what we're doing and what we want to do uh but it's just uh in a matter of time you know that that's what it's going to take we need to be consistent we can't be hot one uh, half and then cold the other you know we gotta uh, find a way to be consistent and then it's going to look like the previous offense we've uh, been had here at the saints on sunday dallas was a five-point favorite monday they fell to a four and a half point favorite kickoff in the dome is set for 720 for more on the Black and Gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold report has been brought to you by Ashley Barry Austin Cutoff. State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. See Ashley today for all of your insurance needs. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Pete Sampson covers the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. He's the beat reporter for The Athletic. And he just posted 42 minutes ago, Notre Dame loses a commitment from safety, Devin Moore of Florida, saying that he has reopened his um, his decision. 
and where he's going to go. He had committed to Notre Dame. You saw several players that were committed to Oklahoma decommit, likely probably following Lincoln Riley to USC. I would assume some of those commitments probably following Brian Kelly to LSU. Eric Alexander at EA underscore LSU Tigers. Way to follow him on Twitter. You can catch him on LSU Game Day Live during the seasons over now on your review. Used to be CST. National champ with the Tigers, world champion with the New England Patriots. Eric, how are you this afternoon? Hey, Gus. I'm doing well, man. Doing well over here at Oxner Baptist. My wife just had our second daughter on Monday. Come on. I just saw the pictures came in. I'm having all kind of internet Wi-Fi problems. So literally your picture just loaded when I pulled you up, man. Congratulations. How is everyone? Yeah, everybody's doing good. Mom and baby are fine, man. We're doing good. Just just resting, relaxing, and just waiting to get out of the hospital. So you got some gifts today, huh? A newborn and also a new head coach? Yeah, early er, a couple of early Christmas gifts. What do you think of, of Coach Brian Kelly, man? When I say his name, before we even get to the decision for LSU to go after him, what, if I just mentioned on your show, LSU Game Day Live, thoughts on Brian Kelly. What, what's the first thing that pops on your head? Uh, I mean, I guess that he's been the head coach of Notre Dame for a very long time. I mean, um, and, you know, it's not, it's not as, to me, the name is not sexy. I mean, it, it's not. I mean, it was, you know, when you look at how this whole coaching search has gone he wasn't on anybody's radar and I don't know if that's because people just didn't even think of you know think he would ever leave with you know because he's at Notre Dame like the you know the successes he's had there and and the the type of job that 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 is like you know why would he ever leave why would he ever leave there you know I mean an independent you know you get to play whoever you want and and, and you you've had a lot of success there I think that was one of the main reasons why, you know, it, it wasn't even you know, really a consideration. Like, nobody was even thinking about Brian Kelly, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but, I mean, like I said, it just the name, honestly, it doesn't, didn't really, like, get my heart fluttering. But when you go back and really think about what he's accomplished over the course of his career coaching career i mean it's pretty impressive it's, it's pretty darn impressive eric what did you want in the next head football coach at lsu if scott woodward would have called you or would have seen you know walk, walk past your set on lsu game day live and been like eric you want a title here what what do you want to see again in baton rouge what, what would you have told them Oh, I, I, I would, I would probably tell him that I, I want, I would want a coach that was more than just a um, CEO, so to speak. Um, he had, I would want a coach that had a grasp of either the offense or a good grasp of either the offense or the defense. So, I mean, whichever that is, like you know, um, you know, had not just somebody who could call timeouts or, you know, could tell you to go for it on third or fourth down. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I would want somebody who, who who knew X's and O's, who was um, – had a commitment to winning and knew how to build winning programs and sustain winning programs. I mean, ultimately, that's 
you know, that's the the sign of a good coach is somebody who can come in and kind of and kind of bring that winning culture to to a to a place and, and and be able to keep it, you know. And it's it's not fleeting, you know. It's not just mm-hmm. one year here, one year there, but they consistent consistently have proven that they can do it. Uh, I think that's what I'd be looking for in in, in a coach primarily. I think one of the things that's interesting as well is to sort of see um, how it impacts recruiting and things of that nature, which is probably why the school said, hey, we need you We need you now because it is interesting timing from the Notre Dame perspective. And if you're trying to win a national championship, the five teams ahead of you, the AP and coaches poll, Eric, all play this weekend in a title game to play each other in Georgia and Alabama. So there's a very good opportunity that Notre Dame would be in the playoff after this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just, it just goes to show you that, that, that it, it was important for LSU. And if Brian Kelly had already made that decision to, to, to come here, it was important to him to go ahead and make that move regardless of what was happening because, He's looking. He's not looking. He's already looking past this year. Like this year is over for him. He's he's looking toward the future in that in in that future with LSU. So he knew that, and and, uh, Woodward knew that they needed to go ahead and announce and make this change now, so that so that recruits knew who was going to be the head guy at LSU, and and so 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 those. You know that early signing period. I mean, it's just it's difficult to wait because um, because the longer you wait, the more unsure unsurety there is that the you know the, the, you just you just never know where where guys are going to go and end up. So they had to really get that piece in place so that uh, they could go ahead and start solidifying some of those recruits. You saw yesterday one of those recruits, five star quarterback Walker Howard, son of Jamie Howard, former Tiger. I mean, flat out say he's going to bring us national championships. That 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 seems pretty firm in his commitment to the Tigers now because Notre Dame was the other school that was really heavily reportedly recruiting him that he was leaning to or thinking of with Brian Kelly. So for him to post that, I have to imagine, Eric, that, that kind of tells you that he's a Tiger. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> you know, you, you – you wonder if that played a part of in 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 Brian Kelly coming here because mm, interesting. it seems like they do have somewhat of a um, of a relationship uh, a, a chemistry there already through that they've developed through recruiting and I know he went he took a trip up there during the football season this year uh, so they already have some rapport developed so um, and and I. You know, I would have been honest. I would have been surprised Walker Howard wouldn't have came to LSU, but mm-hmm. um, because he's been, you know, he's been on, he's been saying, you know, this is a school from 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 all get out. But I think that, you know, Coach Kelly coming. I mean, I think it just basically just sews that up and and just solidifies it. It just makes it that much easier to to get here and come here and bring other players here as well. At EA underscore LSU Tigers, the way to follow Eric Alexander over on Twitter. You know, that this is so interesting that obviously we're talking about this and it, it it's the understandable thing to. The way that game ended on Saturday, man. I asked Marlon Favorite yesterday about it being a former Tiger. How important was that? And in that manner, too, right? A game-winning touchdown play, especially to a guy that 
as I said yesterday on the show, I feel, I mean, he was getting crushed by a certain or, or two or three LSU media members during the game. Throws a dime in Max Johnson, and he was getting killed on that play. He got killed on that play. Didn't even get to see if that was a completion or not, man. I, I think that was a special moment for him and really for LSU to close out the way they did with the way this season was, huh? Yeah, I, I, I really – I was at the game. I was sitting in the stands. I was in the Aggie section, uh, believe it or not, so that was pretty annoying. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it was uh, – it was it was awesome. It, 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 it was awesome. I mean, really, LSU really controlled that game for the most part. But then you kind of started seeing it slip away there towards mm-hmm. that, that that third that third and in, in the uh, in most of that fourth quarter. You're like, oh no, here here we go. I mean, again, another game that we pretty much control and dominated, especially on the defense side of the ball, and we we're about to give it up and lose it, and and it ended up, you know, ultimately. Uh, Winning, but I mean, we you know we were down there towards the end, and it took a you know a, a miracle for for us to win. So I was very happy for that, very happy for Max. I mean, because at the end of the day, nobody could take away the season that he had. I mean, he threw for almost thirty touchdowns and six interceptions this year, uh, which is is unbelievable. I mean, you if you five years ago you would have said a quarterback would come in here and throw 30 intercepts you'd be begging I mean 30 touchdowns and six intercepts you would have been begging for that guy and he's he's really had an incredible year um when it when it comes down to it I mean I understand that you know he he has had his issues as far well people think he's had his issues as far as holding on to the ball and taking sacks mm-hmm. but what they don't realize is why didn't the coaching staff flip him out and give him some checkdowns and some some easy options to get the ball out too? So I mean, you, you, you know, so I, I, you know, I get I get why sometimes he held onto the ball because he had nowhere to throw the ball and he'd rather take a sack than throw an sure. interception. So I totally understand that. But yeah, I mean, I mean, for that team to 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 be shorthanded and, and play and not just last not just last Saturday, but I mean the last few games. I mean they. Defensively, they just really turned the season around. They played really well and and and, and shorthanded as well. You just got to think about all the players that they were missing um, in in the last in the latter part of this season, and they mm-hmm. still played with heart. They still played with effort, and uh, and and I'm just happy to see them get a big win on uh, last Saturday. And it's obviously a lot of credit you have to give to the coaching staff, right? Including Durante Jones, who got a lot of criticism early in the year, but they did play better on now. Look, I know there's reports that Brian Kelly has reached out to Marcus Freeman. A lot of guys that cover Notre Dame, a lot of fans, they want him to be the next head coach. He's really highly regarded. Former defensive coordinator of Cincinnati that Brian Kelly pulled from the Bearcats to help change the, the Irish defense. Reached out to him to see if he wanted to come. If he doesn't come, do, would you suggest to Brian Kelly to stick with Durante Jones? I certainly would. I, I, I certainly would, um, and just for the simple fact, one, um, look at the look at the job he's done post mm-hmm. bye week when he when he you know switched to a three four and they started to do some different things on defense and it seemed it seemed to it, it no it didn't seem to be it was working it was working we were we played that you know the last four or five games of the of the season played really well defensively post after that bye week starting with that Alabama game. Um, and, uh, and secondly, I mean, if, if we were to make a change in defensive coordinator, you would be looking at LSU's fourth defensive co- coordinator in a row in, in, in four years for, for next year if we win with another defensive coordinator. I mean, and so in terms of 
uh, some congruity, uh, some some familiarity uh, on on at least one side of the ball. I think that I would I would keep him if if I obviously if I wasn't to get Marcus Freeman, I would I would definitely consider keeping Durante Jones around. And there's also some other some other coaches too that I would probably keep around too. I mean, you think of the job Blake Baker has done as a linebackers coach. I mean, that was one of the best groups. Uh, probably from 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 last year to this year, they probably were made the, the biggest turnaround and the biggest improvement among the position groups. And then you also have Corey Raymond, um, the defensive backs coach who, you know, it's his, his coaching ability speaks for itself with the job, you know, that, that he does with the DB. So right. those are definitely a couple of names that I would try to try to keep on the staff. Final thing for you, sir. And again, appreciate your time since literally Eric just welcomed uh, a newborn baby into the world earlier today, which is awesome news, man. Thank you for feeling. You shouldn't have. You should have just told me to leave you alone. Um, former Tigers, man, they have reached out to you or whatever, obviously in the last, not even 24 hours since the news broke. Would you say it's mostly positive? I really do. I, I, I really do. I mean, look, look, I mean, if you can't look at, Brian Kelly's resume and say this wasn't a good hire. Something's wrong with you. You don't. You don't. You don't know football. You don't. And, and you're just in your feelings because you feel some kind of way about Notre Dame and what they've done. I mean, right. when you look, if if anybody else in the country had this had this resume, um, I mean, you would be all for it. So yeah, but but from what I've seen, from from what I've heard from guys. Uh, they're they're absolutely stoked. They're thrilled about it. They they think that Brian Kelly is going to bring that winning culture back to consistent winning culture uh, back to LSU. So so I think we're all pretty excited about it. Congratulations again, Eric. Appreciate your time today, buddy. Thank you, man. I I, I appreciate y'all. You have a great day. At EA underscore LSU Tiger, Mr. Eric Alexander, world champ, national champ, and now father of two. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. See you. Yep, for sure. Quick break. We come back. Your phone calls. The rest of the way, Matt Moscona coming up at the top of the hour, and we're getting photos and some videos, Jacques Doucette and others, uh, over at the airport where um, Brian Kelly is about to land. Some fans have showed up, apparently drinking Budweiser's. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Chef John Foles for Camellia Bay. The recipe for success starts with good people. The folks developing Camellia Bay, I've known them for 15 years, and they're good people who are generous and always giving back. Donating over $90 million to local charities. In just days after Hurricane Ida, they stepped up and led a million-dollar effort so North Shore families could have water, ice, and hot meals. They care, and they show it. Vote yes on Camellia Bay. Paid for by North Shore Winds. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. 
On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Archie Manning here for Thibodeau Regional. In the Manning household, we're pretty serious about sports. And just like the team at the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, we're also very serious about sports safety. As the region's leader and first comprehensive sports medicine program, they've been in the game longer with certified athletic trainers, fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, and neuro-sports-trained experts. So play hard, play to win, but play it safe with the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no worse. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. You know, what a uh, contrast of emotion and feeling between South Bend and Baton Rouge right now. Literally at the airport, at the Baton Rouge Jet Center, where they're waiting for Coach Kelly. And as I'm looking at the reports, apparently the brass band showed up to pick up Coach Kelly. How awkward is that? What did they did they get off the plane and start playing for him the LSU song while he was boarding a plane off the airport over there? But yes, of course you'd expect it. LSU fans are tailgating outside of the airport waiting for their new coach. So there's excitement there. Meanwhile, in South Bend, Pete Sampson. His source is finally telling him, he just tweeted this four minutes, four minutes ago, right? When we went to break. Remember Brian Kelly on Teamworks, which is an app that students get, student athletes get to connect with their coaches and things of that nature. I, I have it since I'm with Tulane. Our schedules, our itineraries, all that stuff's on there. So it, it's intended for the staff and players. Last night, it, it was leaked. Somebody took a screenshot and posted it uh, of his apology that he wish he could have done it in person and that he was going to have a 7 a.m. meeting. And a lot of people got upset that it's 7 a.m. If if you cover sports and you know it, that, that's not waking them up and letting them sleep in. A lot of people are saying those players should let them slip in. That, that's probably their workout time, meetings, practice. I mean, that you do that early on. Believe me, when I was in Denver over the Thanksgiving holidays, you had shoot around like you left at eight so the team breakfast with seven thirty it's not early trust me but pete sampson of the athletic covers notre dame just tweeted multiple sources indicated that brian kelly's address to the team at 7 a.m lasted less than two minutes then he turned around and walked out did not take questions from the players again just two different feelings right Saw it yesterday. Matt Moscone opened up with it. I saw it at the end of the show. Trader. Were signs all over Oklahoma campus. By the football facility. That's how it works, right? Coming to you? Yes! Leaving you? How dare you? Trader. So, again, it's just... Part of you goes, well, what do you, what would you tell them? 
Like, what would you? But at the same time, if you're going to build yourself as somebody, I, I don't know. I, I probably would have spoken longer than two minutes. Although, again, what, what are you going to say? Look, the reports yesterday afternoon is he ghosted, did not respond to his staff. And I was trying to get some of those staff in Baton Rouge. I just, I don't know. I, I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. I, I'd like to think I would act a certain way. You know, and I'm sure it was absolutely awkward as heck. And look, if you're an LSU fan right now and Matt's probably going, who cares? Whatever. He's on his way over here. He's in Baton Rouge. I I understand it. But what if that ever happened to the Tigers? That would stink, wouldn't it? I don't know. What do you tell those kids? They literally are 11 and one. They're finished. They're they're sitting sixth. They're likely will be in the college football playoff. Unless all five teams, which again, it's not going to happen because Georgia plays Alabama, Michigan's in the title game, Cincinnati's in the title game, Oklahoma State's in the title game. Those are the five teams above Notre Dame. All season, you said, man, we're, we're, we're going to go play and win the national championship. This is what I'm here for. It's why I recruited you to Notre Dame. Oh, awesome. Uh, I'll be there in a bit. Hold on. Give me a sec. Folks, I'm out. Good luck. And you leave? I just, I, I don't know. I, again, I don't know what, what, what is it that you would expect them to say? Uh, that interest, the, the last sentence is interesting. He did not take questions from players. I guess to not be awkward, would you take questions for players? What, what questions would a player probably have for you? Why coach? I mean, I, do you answer that? How would you? Is that, that the best thing to do? Perhaps. I don't know. I just, I just find it so contrasting, isn't it? Literally, there's, there's people tailgating at an airport waiting for their guy. <laughs> um, and yet, on the other end, that same guy walked in, said what he had to say, turned around and walked out. And again, you could be of the, well, what is he supposed to say, Gus? Is it, why did you even show up then if that's the case? Or, look, he showed up. He said, good luck. He said, I got to go. It's just interesting, right? When you look at like that, how, how do you, how do you view it? How do you view it? 800-998-1003. I, it's, I, like, could, is it fair to just say this? It just, it's not a good look or is it understandable under the circumstances? Like, did he have to go immediately like this? Do you wait another week? Do you wait a day or two? Cause on the teamworks text to the team, he said he was on his way back to South Bend. So he flew to Baton Rouge yesterday to get the offer. Or interview. He wasn't in South Bend yesterday. At the time of the text to the team when the leaks happened. I think in a perfect world, you would have liked, like, again, and I promise you this is not just because I'm on the Billy Napier staff here, and I'm not. But Billy Napier, after Saturday's win, was in the locker room for 45 minutes, which told me all I needed to know. He was in the locker room for 45 minutes. You're never in the locker room for 45 minutes after a game. 
and they were all smoking cigars. So there's no doubt that Billy Napier at that time took that time in a private setting to speak to his team, probably thank them, because without them, he's not at Florida. Probably tell them, and then probably say, this is going to... um. You know that. So it's just very interesting because now, again, he's going to be viewed a certain way by certain people and by other people is going to be viewed another different way. Just me, I just me, I, man, I, it just looks bad. But again, did you have time? Could you have done better? What would you have said? I don't know. Mark, I see you online. Let me hit the brakes. So you can have time when we come back. It's the sports hangover in ESP in New Orleans. In the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, it is obvious that our community has taken a big hit. As we all rebuild and come together in the best of ways, the way we do it in South Louisiana, helping our neighbors, family, and especially local businesses, Home Attractor and John Deere would like to thank all of our customers for their business, supporting, and understanding while we work through the damage with plans to be better than ever as a business and a community. Home Attractor is open for business and here to serve our community. We have new John Deere equipment to help get the work done. Home Attractor, at the foot of the tunnel on the east side. Always on the run and short on cash? With a state bank and trust company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. 106 miles to Chicago. Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hey, Mark, thank you for holding on, sir. What do you got for us today? This is the, kind of the epitome of what's wrong with sports. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a guy who goes and sells something and says, I'm with you till the end. Oh, by the way, LSU's going to pay me a half a gazillion dollars. I'm leading by, you know. They fire freaking Ed Ogeron. He still pockets, what, $18 million or whatever the number is? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes zero sense. You're paying 18 to him. Who knows how many billions they're paying to, to Kelly? You know, is he a good coach? Probably. Well, I, I, mean, I, I know this, Mark. One, Mark, I'll say this. It's $26 million in buyouts considering the defensive coordinator two years ago, the rest of his staff not. So $26 million. Uh, due to Ed, one way, shape, or form. Him, his staff, people they let go, move 26 to move on from completely. From Ed Ogeron. Yeah, that, that's real money to Mark. You know, it might not be real money <laughs> to the CAF. Yeah, it's Yeah, I mean, again, it's. You know, but yeah. If, in what world, when you get fired, do you still get all of the money from your contract? But sports. 
You know, and it's just the epitome of it. You have all these kids from Notre Dame now decommitting. They're going to enter the transfer portal. I mean, you saw it with, what, Texas? I think it was Texas. They had, like, three guys decommit yesterday or the day before. You know? Yeah, a four-star safety, like I I mentioned, just um, decommitted from Notre Dame. My my guess is he's going to be a Tiger. Yeah, he's going to go to LSU. Hope, maybe. Hopefully, we could use it. But it's just... I'm a, I am all for upgrading your job, your, your job, upgrading, you know, going from one school to another. But you know what? When you're done, you know, if he leaves Notre Dame, Notre Dame owes him nothing for the rest of his contract. Ed got fired. He should be owed nothing for the rest of his contract. You know, and that's the stuff that just rubs. You know, a lot of this big High, big college stuff is like semi-pro ball as opposed to college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I've been mean I'm not going to watch, bro. I promise you. If they're on TV, I'm, I'm watching purple and gold, just like when Nicholas is at home or on ESPN Plus. Sure. I'm watching them every time. I, every chance I get my eyeballs on them, yeah. but it just it irks me that you know that much money gets tossed around for people who are not going to work. My two cents, bro. Hope you have a good, hope you have a great day and a great rest of your uh, great rest of your day today. I will, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Sean Payton just hey, spoke literally twenty eight seconds ago. He was asked who's the starting quarterback on Thursday. Quote: We'll see. It is, ladies and gentlemen, Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill will be your starting quarterback um, on Thursday, even though he said we'll see. It's, he had no problem telling you it was Trevor last couple of weeks. We'll see for Thursday, Trevor. My bad. Nah, look, we all know this. How does it go? That's what he has to say that. I, I get it. Um, Peyton did say he has to see how Taysom does tomorrow to determine who will start at quarterback. So he's not completely not telling you that. Whatever. I, at this point, I don't care. Do what you got to do. Get how you got to get. Get a win. Get a win is what needs to happen. So, again, you got folks in Baton Rouge. <coughs> again, this is Jacques Doucet from WAFB. We have him on frequently. There it is. The Golden Band from Tigerland. <laughs> it's such a contrast. <sighs> South Bend. Chip Kelly's disgusting. <laughs> he didn't even talk to the players. He addressed them for less than two minutes. Ghosted his staff. Meanwhile, in Baton Rouge. (laughs) Oh, a great day in Baton Rouge. It is. You have to laugh. It just is. You know, Jordan just texted me, too, and he's right on this. Um, You you can't get upset. You can't get upset when kids decommit, go into the transfer portal. You can't anymore, can you? I mean, oh, you, the entire staff, deuces. <laughs> Again, I'm just, I just want to contrast how things are going. <laughs> oh, man. In South Bend, they're the number six team in the country. Oklahoma, they're not in the title game. Their season's done. They're just waiting for a bowl game, Right. Meanwhile, 
I mean, you 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 literally have on one end Notre Dame sitting here. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We we might be in the playoffs, and if you're in the playoffs, you have a you know a real chance to uh, play for the national championship. And you know <laughs> they're sitting here going, what? What is going on over there? Oh, I could be doing so much more now, but I don't have working internet. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to get the sad violin and it's not popping up. Because I was going to say, South Bend, sad violin. Outside of the Jet Center in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Coach, why? Coach, why'd you leave us? Gotta go. Gotta go. Just turned around and walked out. I, I got a very good friend that works with the sports information department in Notre Dame. I, we talked last night, and um, I'm going to get the inside scoop tonight because his roommate is the sports information director for football. So I, I will know exactly what happened in that meeting and, and how it went down. <laughs> so, yeah, there it is, though. Baton Rouge, baby. Ready to bring in a new era. <laughs> it's just, it's just odd. They were 11 and 1. 11 and 1. Waiting for a shot at a national championship. Uh, I, I still love the movie. I mean, I, I cannot honestly believe they, they sent the brass band to, to green. I just, I need video of that. I need footage of that. I need footage of Brian Kelly getting onto the plane and the plane opens up and the brass band's playing for him at a tarmac in South Bend. <laughs> it is odd. It is odd. Anyway, we got a ton to talk about, no, no doubt, tomorrow. Uh, we'll get you ready as we get closer, of course, to the Saints. We'll still have a reaction. We'll likely will hear from Brian Kelly, right, today at some point. So you'll hear from the new LSU head football coach. And also we'll have the very latest college football playoff rankings, which is coming up later on tonight. But again, it's the weekend, man, that you're going to be paying attention to because you literally have games that will determine who's going to play. And it's crazy. It's something that I really haven't uh, touched on, on so far this week. And we will, like I said, tomorrow, and especially Thursday. But it's going to depend who's going to play in a national championship by a ton of these games Saturday. So if you're a college football fan, sit back and watch. Matt Moscone, after further review, is up next. Thank you for tuning us in on the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.